is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Christmas movies from 1977. I'm Dan, and I've only seen one <laughs> Christmas TV movie from 1977, so I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I'm Alonzo, and I forced them to watch a 1977 <laughs> Christmas TV movie for my birthday, and this is, is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast! Wow! It's currently May 17th, oh Alonzo. <laughs> Tomorrow, correct, is your birthday. Correct. Tomorrow, May 18th, is your birthday. Amazing. So not only are we doing this, but we just took a whole week off. Brian, how was your vacation? Dude, I, I don't want to tell too many stories yet. I want to save them uh, to spread out throughout the week. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> let's just say started crazy, ended crazier. Yeah. Sandwich in Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves in the middle of it. And I don't want to. Wow. Yeah, That's wanna, wild, man. I can tell you're both looking real tan. We yeah, are. No, no, no. I we mean, are you kidding of, me? Yeah, for sure. Are you kidding me with this? I mean, come on. Uh, um, listen, <laughs> you don't get this. You don't get this. <laughs> that's some, that's yeah. some beach. Mine was going, How was yours? Mine was going great. We were about to leave for a little beach condo that we had rented. Uh, Doge Queen went through the floor, <laughs> and I I couldn't afford it anymore. You were gonna uh, you were gonna rent out the condo with the Doge Doge Coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Man. a really reputable place that Rig had hooked me up with, and and, uh, and so now I've got. We just stayed at home and ate uh, mac and cheese, ramen noodles, and uh, you know tried to save money for our next big risk. Rig is not a licensed financial advisor. No, he is not. not. He, he is would not. he he would beg to differ. Yeah, he would beg to differ, but he is not one. Rig, what stock are you excited about right now? Tigers. Ti- the Tigers it's stock. Ti- yeah, Tigers. It's live Tigers. Uh, they've gotten themselves uh, a crypto software, uh, and it's the next big thing. It's the next big thing. A live tiger has gotten a crypto software. Yeah, his name's Larry. Yeah. Larry the tiger. And he is kind of the king of all the other tigers. And they have a, it's a trading, it's a, it's a full, you know how on the, remember they used to do on the NASDAQ? Oh, sell this. It's the, they're all roaring instead. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do? They ring a bell? They, yeah. Well, they uh, kind of, they scratch it. They scratch it. <laughs> Rick, how was your vacay, pal? Oh, it was terrible. I was here. I was cranking out my pod. We don't need to get nope. into that today. No, we can't. It's like, called Eleanor Rigsby. Uh, I interview uh, uh, people named Eleanor. <laughs> Alonzo, how was your vacation? Uh, you know, I, I, I had my other six podcasts. Oh, uh, so I was not really taking time. Uh, how dare you? How dare you? Is there uh where are we at on the um the untitled uh podcast? Are we still searching for a name? We are still searching for a name. Can we, we get posted- it together and get a name, please? <laughs> uh we've no we, we're making it part of the Max Fun Drive. We've posted a video, oh, yes. people can send in their submissions, and so probably around you know, by around this week we'll have nailed it we'll have narrowed it down to four uh contenders. Is there an early world. leader in the clubhouse that you've heard that you're like, ooh, I like this a lot? Uh, you know, uh, Larry the Tiger is <laughs> the one person has sent it in like 20 times. I don't know why, but... Uh, you couldn't I'm afford it. Go <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. The old Max Fun Drive. Max Fun Drive. We should yeah. do that here. We don't ask people to give us money enough. We really should. Yeah. <laughs> 
But is the Max Fun Drive like they? It's the, that's like their Bramble Jam Plus, but they just do a, a big one, a one, a one, one stop, one. A one stop pound it. Right, and and they're a nonprofit, so they can actually do it as a. As oh, a are they really? You know, kind of subscription thing. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. above board. Wow, nonprofit. Man, nonprofit above board. I can't believe that's where the real money is. I didn't nonprofit. You know? I didn't know they were nonprofit. Yeah. Wow. You think they take all their profits and put it in the doge just to keep it off the books? <laughs> it's a that's a scheme. All right, boys, you ready to dive into the gathering? I'd love to. Uh the yes, gathering sir. originally aired on uh December fourth, nineteen seventy seven on um the American Broadcasting Company channel. <laughs> what is it? Channel or company? Just gonna let you mire in that for uh, a while. Company. Company. And <laughs> a little something like this. Adam Thornton. Finds himself uh, out in the colds by a waterfall with only 90 days left to live. Top, like, that's top, top tier. Top dollar. Top dollar, 90 days. Um, he does not have a great relationship with his family. He's decided with the time that he has left, he wants to make uh, make peace with them. So he decides, you know what? I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to find my uh, my kids. I'm going to go on a road trip, see them all, make make good. And all that stuff. But when he tells his uh, ex-wife, Kate, uh, she calls his doctor and he says, I can't tell you anything. And he, she knows that means he's dying. And so she says, what are you doing? This is all. And the, the doctor says, you shouldn't travel. So she suggests that they should have one big, big hurrah. Um, call all the kids, call the four children, invite them to all come, bring their, their spouses, bring the kids, and they're going to have one last big Christmas gathering. And he agrees to this, but asks that uh, she doesn't tell them that he's dying because he wants to truly reconcile and not just have them feel bad for him during Christmas time. So he's really nervous about this because, you know, uh, all the kids resent him for walking out on their mother and not for staying in touch. Turns out, Dan, that uh, him and Kate, they're not divorced. They've just been separated for a long time. So just okay. I, I good, just, good uh, earlier I said X is not entirely yeah. true. Not true. Um, also find out apparently he has a bit of an anger issue. All in on the work. You know how it goes. Um, all the kids are kind of unsure about this whole thing and we find out that they have a son named Bud who now lives in Canada under the name Steve Smith. So we know he's uh, going to be excited about it. Uh, we find out that uh, Dad and Bud had a huge argument about the war and draft and all this stuff. And Dad has now kind of finally come around to Bud's way of thinking and um, is bummed that he's never going to get to tell him that he was wrong and that he was sorry. So it's Christmas Eve. They don't know if any of the kids are coming yet. Um, but uh, the, one of the kids starts to show up, and it's just haymaker after haymaker as all the other kids begin to come, but still no but. He has uh, great interactions with all the kids, and once uh, one of the boys figures out what's going on, and uh, they decide to do a giant fireworks show, because why not? It is Christmas morning, and uh, he's getting ready to make a big, nice old toast, and Bud comes knocking at the door, and uh, he tells him that, hey, I want my name back, and you're like, yeah, and the whole family is happy again, and he doesn't tell them. They all go to sleep, and he watches the fire, and that, my friends, was The, the Gathering. gathering. I thought we were in for a Christmas horror movie with The Gathering. It sounded a little bit horror. <laughs> the Gathering. The Gathering. The Gathering.
Christ. That's right. It's like Krampus too. the gathering. Oh, boy. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, boy. Man. Hey, let's take a quick break. We'll okay. come back. We'll break this movie down four segments. I hate it. Um, I I think, uh, judging by the synopsis, it's going to be a chuckle a minute. Oh, yeah. Chuckle lots a minute of, over here. Lots of dying uh, laughs. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get to that here in just a minute here on deck. The Hallmark. Oh, boy. We're back. We're talking gathering. Mm. We're celebrating Alonzo's birth. That's right. So <laughs> what more can you want? And and uh, with the beard, 50. Without the beard, 32, Alonzo. Is that is that what you're turning? Did I get it right? Uh, I'm still pretty salty at this point. So I think even at any length, uh, the age is showing. <laughs> um, well, let's... I'm past 50. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't believe it. Not, not by much. No. You told no. me you saw a movie in theaters uh, during filming a movie when we recorded it, uh, and I and I could have probably done a little bit of the math there, but you know, I'm fifty four. Fifty four. About this, yeah. There you go. The big five four. Big five it. four. Um, uh, Panda still, I think, has him by. Yeah, Panda's got about ten, 10 years. <laughs> um, Panda gets Social Security starting next year. Oh, praise it's God! It's a big deal for him. That's We're awesome. A big party for him. And um, let's do the hot I mean, take. At least he's going to get it. The three of us. No, oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Lord, no. You can live on that Dogecoin. That's right. Got him. Tigers. Uh, let's start with the uh, hot take where we each share exactly how we felt about this movie. I'm going to start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, you chose the movie. Can you tell people why you wanted to watch this for your birthday and also, you know, uh, how you feel about it? Sure. I, I love this movie. Um, when I did my book, Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas, uh, this was really, it was before I was getting into like the Hallmark stuff and whatnot. There's only about three or four made for TV movies that I included in the book. And this was one of them. Um, and, and I just, I just think it's really great. I mean, I, I saw it when it first aired, I was 10. Um, and I remember like crying at the end, you know, cause it's, it, it, it was so moving when, when Bud shows up, like that's a, that's a big moment. And, you know, I, I was relieved when I revisited it as an adult and discovered, oh no, no, this movie is still really good. And it's still really, you know, it's effective. And I mean, a murderer's row of character actors mm. in this movie down to like, you know, the, the, uh, John Randolph is the doctor and, and James Karen is the lawyer. You may remember James Karen as the guy who didn't move the bodies in Poltergeist. Mm. Um, yeah, you're right. You know, you know, this is like Maureen Stapleton a couple years for winning her Academy Award. You know, like it's just it's an amazing ensemble cast, you know, written by, uh, you know, the guy who wrote like Lilies of the Field, legendary Hollywood screenwriter, uh, directed by Randall Kleiser, who is just coming off of a very successful TV movie with John Travolta called The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. And the following year would direct a little movie you might have heard of called Grease. Oh, what? Um, Grease? You heard so, of that yeah, one? It's, it's uh, yeah, Brian, I don't know if you've seen that one. Have but, you seen um, Grease? Okay. No. Okay, you'll get to it. Yeah, maybe yeah. one day. It's on the list. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so I, I just I just think this is this for me is sort of like the what what TV movies can be, um, and I think that you know it's not what the movies that we tend to talk about in this show are. <laughs> uh, and so, I, you know, I, I, if I got to pick one, I wanted to pick something that was really great, uh, mainly just so like Dan could see like a, that these can be real movies. Yeah. Um, so phenomenal movie. Uh, fantastic. Um, Ed Asner, good Lord. Just, oh, my goodness. Un- just yeah. unbelievable. Um, great story. Um, I, you know, 
I, I could be nitpicky and just say the score got a little, it was overdone. Just the same tune over and over again before I believed the entire movie. Sometimes it got um, loud. And so, and sometimes it got really loud. <laughs> um, but that's just me being picky. Fantastic. It's the guy who wrote the James Bond theme. So uh, he likes well, it, you know, wow. like a small bit of music and just yeah. repeat it. Yeah, why wouldn't he? Um, and, uh, you know, I got some white what's and whatnot. But I got some all the feels you got too. Some what I guess oh, I guess some whatnots and whatnots. Um, I got all the feels, which I'll get to. But it, there's just there's nothing like a good old school Christmas movie. Just the aesthetic of it. Mm. It's just it's just perfect. It's everything you want to sit down and see it. And just seeing it gives you the the Christmas feels, which I'll get to. So just amazing, beautiful story. Um, and, and job well done by all. And thank you, Alonzo, for introducing it to me. I appreciate it. Uh, Dana? Yeah, this, is, this movie's great. Um, I, I was, there's a movie with, and Alonzo, you can help me here. There's a movie that came out like a decade ago with Robert De Niro called Everybody's Fine. Yes. And it's, not, it's just fine as a movie, I would say. Yeah. But that's based on an Italian movie, and I don't remember right. the name of that movie. Uh, also called Everybody's Fine. Oh, it is called Everybody's Fine as well. Stanno, stanno tutti bene. I mean, this guy. Yeah, he, no, I, I okay. did. That's why I asked you, and you nailed it. Um, and that movie you know, goes through some of the paces of this guy trying to reconnect with his family. Um, but somehow has this over-sentimentality that feels mm. very saccharine and doesn't feel... It just it feels like it's trying to make you cry the whole movie. Yeah. This movie does everything that movie does, but not only does it better, but does it with this perfect balance of like sentimentality and feels and reality and 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 just like the earnestness of knowing you can't even though Ed Asner, who crushes in this movie, does an amazing job like reconciling with all of his children in the way that they would reconcile with him. Like mm. he can't take it back. Like he doesn't. He doesn't write. You know the things that he's done have still been done at the end of this movie. But he has the ability to do the best he can with what he has left. And I, I think that makes for a. And it never goes for the jugular with the crying. Like there are ten scenes in this movie that if they pushed it another minute, added some dialogue, you'd be bawling in every single one of them. And and yeah. and that doesn't mean that there's not tears to be had in this movie. But it it holds its head. And it and it does so with integrity, and then the performances, as you mentioned, Alonzo, across the board are all just wonderful. But Ed Asner, this is made the same year that Mary Tyler Moore ended, yeah. uh, and he is. If you watch Mary Tyler Moore and you watch the character of Lou, and you watch this guy, they're both cantankerous, but he is a different. Like he is just fantastic in this movie. Yeah, he's, he's like he's in a different vocal register yes. in this. Yeah, I than he is on Mary Tyler expecting Moore. him to start raising his voice, and he just never does. Yeah. Um, and it's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie, and I really enjoyed it. And I, I just, it's for a TV movie, it does raise the bar for what we expect out of these movies. So, well, that's a great pick. I, I thought it was wonderful. Really, really oh, good. good. I'm glad. Very yeah. Glad. Let's talk about the feels and the part of the show where we talk about what in this movie gave us Christmas feels or feels in general and start with Alonzo. Alonzo. Uh, tons. Um, yeah. As you said, every time one of the kids shows up at the house, mm. that's a haymaker. Like, you just don't see it coming. The, 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 I think, I mean, yeah, Bud's arrival is like a, a huge, huge moment. But I love when Peggy just sort of like shows up and, and, and uh, kind of incorporates herself into the carolers and yeah. sort of makes the dad notice that she's there. Great moment. Yeah. That's, that's such a great moment. And then, I mean, come on. At the end, when they have the christening for Bud's baby and and Adam gets to say Adam Thornton the third, 
yeah. it just kills me every time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, those are all great. Um, so, I mean, I mentioned a little bit just the way that the movie looks gives mm. you feels. Like, just the way that the town's decorated, the big lights on the Their tree. tree. Yeah. The tree is just beautiful. The tree is perfection. You know, it, it is just, it screams fire hazard, but there's nothing better. <laughs> there's nothing better. It was the 70s. We didn't believe in that kind of thing. Yeah, there's nothing more beautiful than a tree, like, from the set. Like, just, it's perfect. Yeah. It's the way it should be. Um, and then, you know, the snow was just phenomenal. And, you know, as the, the kids show up, it's great. But I, the, the feel that just made me, like, smile was seeing him and his son just be so happy about the fireworks. That's great. Scene. Now, if I was a neighbor, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah. no, sir. No, no. But as a viewer of a movie, I loved it right. and loved watching them just, just love it. And just in that moment, you know, his son at this point has kind of put the dots together and he's just enjoying this moment of childhood wonder with his dad. And it's great. Yeah. Um, what's odd, uh, Oddly enough, the moment for me that it was my favorite feel, probably in 1977, is probably the most ham-fisted moment of the film. And But now I just loved it. Uh, it's Ed Asner imagining a conversation with his son of his son dodging the draft and his mm. son basically giving him this speech, which in 1977, four years removed, like it probably just seems very on the nose at the time. At least I would imagine it would. But now, like... It's not really about the war and how terrible and dumb the war was. It's just about the fact that he let his feelings on this political issue come between he and his son. And he gets to watch this all play out. And then he says, I was wrong. You were right. And just him verbalizing. Like, I know that his son's not in the room, but saying it out loud. I mean, there's something yeah. about that. There's something about not just like looking and seeing that he feels sorry, but him saying it, him verbalizing that he's sorry, that he, he wishes he could do it over again, that his son was right. Like that's a, that's such a great, like I, it was my favorite moment of the movie. Yeah. Really, really Especially good. For, for a guy who, you know, doesn't say I was wrong ever. a lot ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if ever, you know? Yeah. And, and Dan, I'm sure you know this for, as a history teacher, but 1977 was the year that Jimmy Carter on his first day in office pardoned the draft dodgers yeah so before 1977 if they tried to come back to the states like they could have been arrested yep. mm. uh for for having for not having you know complied with conscription but 77 was the year they could start coming back so this was still very timely at that moment wow. yeah so they probably filmed it well they probably filmed it earlier in 77 i was gonna say maybe they filmed it before that happened because that would have, I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they must have done at least some of the exteriors at Christmas time because yeah. the whole town is decked, snow. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe they did it before that happened. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that, that could have been the case. Interesting. Uh, let's take one more quick sure, one. Sure. Let's take a quick and one. And then we'll come back. We'll get way what's and the whatnots. I believe what's what we're calling that. Razzle dazzle. It's going to get out um, here on Deck the Homer. <laughs> Yes, sirree, it's us, and we're back here on Deck the Hallmark. We're talking about The Gathering from 1977, um, and we're getting into the wait what. What could possibly have made us go wait what in a movie from 1977 made for ABC? I don't know yet. We'll find out, and I'm going to start with Alonzo. Alonzo, what you got? Uh I do have a couple. One is going back to the scene I just said gave me the feels where Peggy shows up and sings with the carolers and gets noticed. Peggy is carrying, uh, first of all, a tiny suitcase that she then goes <laughs> off to Aspen with, which is its whole other yeah. story. But she has three wrapped presents in one hand. 
which she drops to the ground to hug her father. It's a moment, even though you're thinking, oh, those presents are going to get wet and muddy. And then you never see them again. Oh, no, that's true. That's Take true. Take to the tape. Those presents have just, I don't know if the carolers yeah. took them, but they, they she doesn't carry them into the house. We don't see them on the ground. They are just, they disappear <laughs> into the ether. <laughs> uh, and then my only other one is the fireworks. Uh, it's a, it is a great scene unless you're one of their neighbors, yep. but they take a box of random Florida Roman candles and sparklers and, you this know, is like huge busy yeah. wigs, whatever they got, you know, the, in that box. And that is a professional fireworks display. Yes. You can see like the four sort of canisters that are all shooting stuff off. And it's like that. You didn't just throw a match into a box and stand back. No, no. <laughs> that I, was I, one we were all like, wait a minute. They I lit, wish that was how it works. They lit four right. fuses and all of those things that they had in that box went off. Dude, if you yeah. can guarantee me a box full of fireworks would look like that, I'd do it every year. I don't want to do the sure. whole rigmarole. rigmarole but yeah. you, you just light four just things. Light it, and it go. just goes boom, it's boom, crazy. goes the dynamite. Set it and forget it. That's exactly right. Um, I have a few. Um, one, uh, at, at the, towards the beginning, uh, once he's kind of talked to his wife, he goes back and he's getting ready uh, to go and get the Christmas tree. And he uh, decides to construct a, a Christmas tree stand made out of wood. But this involves a saw in his living room, yeah, which yeah. was just a, a bold place to yeah. get some woodworking done. Just yeah. some light woodworking by the fire. I'm going to go out to the garage. They have a shed. Yeah, yeah, they have one of those places yeah. to work. Yeah, I didn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> listen, I understand that this movie, uh, I don't know, is 15 years older than me. But what's up with the swinging bed? What's yeah, up with the swinging yeah. bed? They go to one. I, I don't know. Listen, I don't know what they are it's up to. It's only six years older yeah. than me, and I have questions. So maybe <laughs> the child of the '60s can help us out a little bit here. You know, look, the '70s, <laughs> those the sexual revolution was in full swing. If you know what I mean. So, <laughs> the swinging uh, bed. There's no about. way the swinging bed isn't kinky, right? Like, there's yeah, come we, on that it could even hold two people. No. Already yes. seems like a bit they of a stretch. They are up to no good. I'll tell you that much. I uh, listen. I know he's done a lot of, of bad stuff. He walked out on his wife and whatnot. But a dying man should not be sleeping on the couch. I mean, I mean, just he's only got ninety days left to live. Yeah. Tops, just let the guy sleep in a bed. That might be like, first purchase. Yes, like, you have ninety days to live. Hello, sleep number. Like I would like. That's <laughs> right. got to be the first thing you do, right? You just bring that. Bad no, boy I don't in. want the extended warranty. No, 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 no. That's right. I. What's the money back guarantee? It's it's ninety days. Get oh, out. son of a gun. Oh, I'll be, close, but you'll okay. be hearing from my people. <laughs> um, oh, boy. The way that this family does Christmas presents. Oh, there's no rhyme or reason to that. I don't understand it. No, no, the, no, no, the, no, the, no. The kids wake up. Grandpa's there. They don't. He doesn't wait for the parents to see their kids open up presents. That's fine. Whatever. Time goes by, and just throughout the day, they're just like, oh, found another one. Here you go. <laughs> they're just out of nowhere. Twice what? they're like, wait a minute, and they just pull out another gift. Twice yeah, it's they do like, that. It's like, a, it's like the Christmas story where he's like, go look at that gift behind the piano, but over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing wasn't the surprise gifts it was in your house growing up you either are the mad dash yeah. everybody's opening at once family or you're the and i was the first one or you're the sit around and Watching one person, person opens one present and we all awkwardly wait for their reaction hoping that it's genuine like that that right. is and this, this family, is like a progressive christmas this is just a a full-on just avant-garde 
D- just free. It's a hodgepodge beluga out it's there. A like, sometimes beluga. it's like hand a gift <laughs> and watch. Other times it's like, well, and then they're like, let's wrap this hobby horse over here. Yeah. Why? That's a fool's errand. No. Why are you wrapping that horse? No, you don't do that. We that's, all know it's a horse. That's the that's the <laughs> yeah. Santa brought this boy gift, right? Like, like either be the mad dash or be the one at a time, and they're just like, it's just an all day hodgepodge. It's a hodgepodge beluga. beluga. I think it might make the day better though. You know, yeah, like I, two I o'clock. You're kind of chilling out. Oh, by the way, here's another one. And it's like very personal. It's yes. like they don't know that Ed Asner's dying, but they're mm. all like get individual moments with him somehow. And that's why they did it, I assume. But it just like from a tradition standpoint, it was weird. Yeah. It was yes. a weird one. Um, and I will uh, just I'm going to hand this one to you okay. by just saying the phrase 72 hours. Yeah. Uh, so Ed Asner's talking to his son-in-law who there's this big thing, right, about how um, I don't want to work for him and he, you know, he's blah, 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 this, that, and the other and he always, he's, you know, he doesn't think I'm worthy of you because you make all the money and blah, blah, blah. And then they're talking and he's like, hey, I do want to offer you a job but it's on your own merit. You're worth it, blah, blah, blah. This is Christmas morning in 1977 (laughs) and he goes, I can't just walk out on my other job. And Ed Asner's like, how much time do you need? Well, at this point, we're thinking, you know, there's a standard two weeks notice. At this point, we're thinking maybe a month. And he doesn't even blink and go 72 hours. He says, it's Christmas morning. Let me wait until the 28th and then don't let the door hit you. I don't even know what, like, what, 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 what are you, what are you doing right now? Yeah, the the, the, the the there is a margin between just walking out and seventy two <laughs> right, hours right. of the week of Christmas. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a really, large amount of people yeah. that would uh, say seventy two hours is indeed just walking just out. walking out the door. That is what that is. If you say seventy two hours from Christmas morning, you're just walking out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if it was on a weekend? What if Christmas morning was a oh, Friday? Forget about just it. forget it. Give me till Monday. <laughs> Didn't you get my memo while the yeah. office was closed? I'm a I'm a it's good empo- I'm a good employee. I'm not just going to walk out here. No. I'm going to give them three days after the biggest holiday of the year. Um, Hey, look, I know whenever you gather around at Christmas, you remember all the old traditions, and some things just come back like this. I still am very, very wishy-washy on where the mother-daughter four-part harmony practices were taking place because they get back together and all sing a four-part harmony to multiple carols and don't miss a note. They crush it. They crush it. When you're good, you're good. When you're good, you're good. I don't, They're I don't... the Osmonds of New England. Yes, <laughs> yes they are. Um, they, uh, they are never going to get to eat Christmas dinner if Ed Asner proceeds to take turkey meat orders from everyone at that table. <laughs> um, I began to get hungry listening to him write down like a Waffle House short order cook <laughs> if someone wanted white or dark meat or a mix of both. Just cut the turkey, Ed. You don't have much time left, man. Like, I don't understand. That's right. Like, let's go. Like, the thing's getting cold. It's going to take forever to pass it down to the 30th person at the table. And then lastly, this is a pure family tree question. Uh, Bud is named Adam Thornton Jr. Um, Right. But he is clearly younger than George. And Mm. that doesn't make any sense to me because you typically would name your firstborn male your name but george is old like unequivocally, that would explain george's hostility yes george is george is unequivocally older than bud that receding all, hairline yes. there's nothing you can do about that man he you know he's he's basically gets all the bad characteristics of his dad and the younger 
what 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 happened there where George was born and they're like, no, I don't like him. Let's, let's call <laughs> him George. The and then the next one's like, yeah, this is him. This is Junior. I don't understand that. That doesn't that doesn't doesn't add up to me. Um, it didn't detract from the film, but at the lat when they were like, they said Adam Thornton the third. I was like, that's sweet. And then I went, wait a minute, he's way younger. Is this other guy? What is George like a, from a different marriage? Like what's going on there? So those are my way ones. I love it. Hey, I, real, real quick question. Did you guys recognize two veterans oh, in this yeah. movie from uh, movies you have reviewed on the show? So immediately Bruce Davison, as soon as he came yes. on screen, I went, it's Bruce Davison. And Brand's like, who's that? I went, Christmas at the Plaza, old guy it. in the ornament top, tree topper. And he's like, oh, no and then Say the no other no. guy, uh, Bud, we, yeah. we saw and we were like, he looks familiar, and so we looked him up, and he's in a lot of stuff that we've watched. A ton. Fire Chief from Nine Lives Fire of Christmas. Fire Chief from Nine Lives of Christmas. He plays Hank in Love, Fallen Order, something we reviewed a year and a half ago. So mm-hmm. he's been in a bunch of stuff. He, and he, apparently he, he works with Hallmark all the time. He's in Chesapeake Shores, Signed, Sealed, Delivered. He's in a couple yeah, of he stuff. Was, he like had like his hot moment was in the 70s. He was in Trapper John MD, which was, the, which was sort of a MASH spinoff, but it was an hour-long medical drama. He played like the hot young intern or whatever. And then famously in like 80 or 81 played a male stripper in a memorable TV movie called For Ladies Only. For Ladies uh, Only. Which I can which I can vouch was not. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, he's like, he's a thing. And in fact, he and director Randall Kleiser, who did this movie, uh, worked again years later on uh, a movie called uh, It's My Party uh, that also starred Eric Roberts and I think maybe Bruce Davison and a whole bunch of other people. Wow. There you have it. <laughs> Wasn't That's as good, good as last week's Kelly Clarkson. That was no. my one of my favorite jokes Alonzo's <laughs> ever told. I just thought that was just so perfect. Um, <laughs> even though it was the wrong segment, even it was the wrong, it was the wrong segment. segment, and I still loved it. Still yeah, loved but it. that's what happens sometimes when you have a good joke. You just you, 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 <laughs> you jump the gun wait, on yeah. it. You jump the gun on it, and there's nothing you can do, and it's still good. Uh, let's get to uh, the the whatnots, the what the hallmark, <laughs> what the ABCs. I don't know. Um, where we talk about questions that we still have that we want some answers to. Alonzo, what's she still wondering about? I, you know, this one's a toughie because there actually was a sequel to this movie and it's not very good. Uh, what? Yeah, The Gathering Part 2, but it's different director, I think even different writer. They do bring most of the cast back except Red Azner, who's obviously dead at this point. Um, but I, I want to see I, that movie. I, you know, caveat emptor. It's, it is, it, you, you would think, oh, this movie's so great, but the sequel's kind of a letdown. The Gathering um, again. Anyway, uh, I would say like my my uh, my what the ABC would probably be. I just want to know how the kids feel when days pass and they come to discover. Oh wait, you've been dying this whole time, yeah. and you're telling me now. Well, that was mine. You know, that yeah. was my thought. Like when That's, she's going to <laughs> to Aspen, I'm just like, yeah. But it ruins it. if he says if right. he tells them it ruins. No, him. absolutely, they do the but, right thing by not by keeping it a secret. That's what gives this movie its emotional. But depth. simultaneously, like I wanted but to see I'd all the reactions. Sh- like I wanted to, I wanted to follow these. Char- That's why I was excited about it. I want to follow the characters and see what happens when they find the this out. The sequel takes place like a year later. Adam is dead and basically Kate is dating a new guy and the kids don't like him. And that's that's okay. mainly what the drama. Oh is. come on, yeah. <laughs> Give her, give her a break for crying out loud. She's finally <laughs> moving on with her life. There is a very serious question poised in this movie. that Poised? I, poised. You want to try again there, Chief, or stick with poised? I'm going with poised. Poised in this movie. Posed for the love. It's posed. <laughs> 
listen, I don't, I don't go into your house and tell you how to make a sandwich. Um, <laughs> you should buy Deutsch cone though. I can <laughs> tell you that right now. Um, <laughs> there's a question poised in this movie that I've never thought about before, but now I can't stop thinking about the, the doctor is there. I believe this is who says this. And he's talking to the two little kids that, um, I think we're in the shining later. I don't know. And, um, <laughs> they're talking about Santa and cookies and stuff. And the doctor who I don't, he's like, what do you leave out for Santa? And he, the kid's like, uh, cookies and milk. And the doctor says, what if Santa gets so fat? He can't go back up the chimney. Mm. Amazing question. A question that I think we, I, we're not thinking about and maybe we should cut back on cookies because there th- that would be just a, a such a downer of a Christmas, right? Because that's his way in. But that's his way in and out. I was understood that when he gets to the chimney, right before he sticks his head into the chimney, he's not real. I hate I hate, I hate I hate how do I say this nicely? I hate everything about who you are and what you've become. Go ahead, Dan. Brand's going to start leaving him an insurer now. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I the big one was the all the kids, like the, the reaction of all the kids. But also, does the doctor carry his stethoscope around with him wherever he goes? Um, because on <laughs> in the trunk you know. at a Christmas Eve party, a baby no Christmas Day, a baby Day. shows up and he's like. What does he want to do more than anything with a baby? Check that heartbeat for some reason. Um, and I just, it seemed like you're off, if you're off the clock, you're off the clock. And so I just want to They are living in the woods of Canada, Dan. They do not have doctors. There. Oh, okay. Well, Only there you go. Moose. Okay, I like that. Only moose. That's right. They <laughs> had to come to the United States for good health care. There's the twist. Hey, yes. There's the thing that, that nobody saw. Take that, Canada. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Canada, you can take that and. That's right. Use it. Use it. That's exactly right. <laughs> oh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Hey, we uh, we're going to be back next week with a movie that we don't know yet. Gathering 2? Gathering 2, anybody? Even more gathering? I, I'm game if y'all want to. It's, How, you know. Is it say, Christmas 2 as well? I believe it is, yes. Okay. Well, we'll, I think we'll maybe. Think about, we'll take a we'll look at it. All right. Um, Alonzo, parting. It's, it's, it's probably better than um, Princess Switched Again and the Royal Wedding. So Whoa, how dare you? Well, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Happy birthday, Alonzo. That's exactly Thank right. you very First much. Do you have any birthday wisdom you would like to uh, you'd like to share with us before we leave? Oh, um, God, you know, I, that's that's the crazy thing. Like, you, you get older and you still feel like you're not old enough. Um, I feel like he's getting ready to go into a standard routine. That's the thing about yeah. age, isn't yeah. it, everybody? Yeah? <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> no, I, you know, I'll tell you, I, I, think, I think people freak out about certain milestones. Like, oh, I'm going to turn 40, I'm going to turn 50 or whatever. And if anything, it just allows you the opportunity to look backward and realize that you were really an idiot before and that now maybe you have a somewhat better idea of what things are, but you will always look back at where you you are now thinking, oh God, I was an idiot. So you mm. just sort of get used to that, and there you go. Wow. Would you say that your life has gotten better over the past three years? Three issues. knowing us, like <laughs> is the fifties, uh, the new twenties for you? You think if we if we take the whole of twenty twenty off the table yeah, in terms that. of that, it's unique uh, level of garbage. 
Yes. I, you know what? I'll tell you. I, say what you will about Hallmark movies. They brought you guys into my life. Mm. And so, you know, God that's bless been you. A I know you fish for that. I know, I know you fish for that compliment, Brain, but I'll still take it. <laughs> We're still holding hands, right? We're still doing We're still it doing right it. there. There we um, go. We did, everybody. We'll be back next Monday uh, and also tomorrow uh, with, boy, oh, boy, sweet Carolina. Good mm. night, everybody. Ba, ba, <laughs> it's going to be great. And in case you're wondering, are we going to be covering um, the Maybe It's Cold Maybe Inside, it's cold inside. Winter Castle sequel. That will be on Friday. That will be on Friday. Don't you worry. Steve London, you're not getting away this week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? It's cold (laughs) in here. Um, Until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live and yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray, set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. For more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free, you can go to BrambleJamPlus.com.